Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to the Spreading the Light podcast. I am super duper excited for this episode today because it is a message that the Lord has placed on my heart and kind of a concept I have been talking to my friends about and thinking about since January. It is spreading the light through deep diving with Jesus. And if you're kind of like, Bryn, what does that mean? What are we talking about today? It's how to grow your relationship with the Lord and how to get deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Because we've gotten in such a point in society where we don't really have those deep friendships and those deep relationships with other people. We've gotten okay with it just being surface level. And I'm not saying that applies to all of your friendships, but a lot of friendships now revolve around so much surface level stuff. So we don't necessarily know how to get deep and go deeper. And God wants a deep relationship with us. And so that is just what we're going to be talking about today. If you guys have heard the song Deep Dive um, by SEU Worship, kind of ties on with this and wanting a deeper relationship with the Lord. And so, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this and kind of how this hit me as I was having a conversation with my friends and I was like, it's just so weird to me that people don't want to get to know the Lord, that they don't want to dive deep into the word and what he has to say and and be in relationship with him. It's just that surface, I know about you, Lord, kind of relationship and not an actual true genuine relationship. So that's kind of the intro. Um, But before we actually jump in to what God has placed on my heart, I just wanted to start us off with a prayer. So if you guys could, just do what you do when you pray, except if you're driving. Hey God, thank you so much for this day. And thank you for just placing this message on my heart because I think it's something that everyone, even I, need to hear and apply to our lives, Lord. God, I just pray that you will use me and you will speak through me to whoever's listening and not even just for this podcast, but every day, Lord. God, I pray for who's listening that they will just want a deeper relationship with you, Lord, and just desire that raw, true, authentic relationship with you, God, and that they want to dive deeper. God, I just pray that you will open doors and opportunities for whoever's listening to this to go out and spread your word and and you use them, Lord, and how you speak to them throughout their deepened relationship with you, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you are doing in our lives and just how you are moving within. God, we just want more of you. We want to know you because this life is all about you, Lord. In your name I pray, amen. So kind of going back to what I said in the intro, God wants a deep relationship with you. And this is shown all throughout scripture. We're going to start though in the book of Revelation chapter 3, and we're going to be looking at verse 20. And if you guys don't know what this is about or the context of it, let me just explain it really quick. So basically Jesus is talking to the lukewarm Christians, um, And so basically, verse 20, it says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So in this, it doesn't talk about, I'm going to force a relationship with you upon you, but I'm giving you the opportunity if you want a relationship to invite me in. But here I am at the door and I'm knocking. I want to be let in, but that decision is up for you. And I think that it's really important that we do have this 
this free will kind of with the Lord because he made us with free will and us being able to choose a relationship with him or not is so important because then we actually have a genuine relationship with him and it's not forced upon it. Cause I'm sure you guys can think of things that were just kind of forced upon you and it's like, Oh, well that's not as special. Well, that's why God gives us the opportunity and the choice to have the relationship with him and to walk with him is because he wants you to desire a relationship with him. And so I just think that that is so beautifully illustrated of him standing at the door and knocking. And if you hear him and open the door, he's going to come in and sit with you and eat with you. And that's a pretty cool image too. The like God sitting and eating with you, like Jesus literally sitting at the same table as you. It's just, it's mind blowing because God wants that. And to think that the creator of all the heavens and earth and who knit us in our mother's womb wants to also sit down and have a genuine relationship with us. And not only our father and our friend, but the savior of the universe wants to sit with us and be in relationship with us. And I think it's so important to note, like John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That God sent his son to earth to interact with people, to come down and save us. And and that just shows that he truly cared about us and wanted relationship with us. Jesus had best friends. Jesus had his 12 disciples who he got to know and and walked with. And they walked with him. And that, again, goes to show that God even put a human version of himself down here to walk among us and to also save us, but to also walk among us. Um, and I just think that is so, so important to note and to remember. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to be kind of talking about ways to get closer to the Lord because we hear how much he wants a relationship with us. But you may be thinking, okay, he wants a relationship with me, but I don't know the steps to take in order to go deeper with God in order to know God more. So that's just kind of what we're going to be talking about today. If you're in that mindset of, I want to be closer with the Lord, but I don't know how. So I'm going to give you guys kind of the list and then we're going to go in deeper with each one with scripture. So the first is going to be reading the word. Second is prayer. Third is praise and worship. Fourth is surrounding yourself with others that follow Christ. Five is journals and devotions. And six is asking others for their testimonies. So we're going to start with reading the word. And we're going to get into some scripture for this, actually. Um, but to not only read the word, but to read it, meditate on it, and memorize verses. Memorizing verses is very important because when times come when you need to make decisions or different things just come in your life where you want to make sure you have a biblical aspect and you're acting in a biblical way and what the Lord is calling you to act upon, having scripture memorized can help you center yourself and know, okay, so this verse says this, this is how I should treat others. Okay, this is how I should love others. This is how, so it's just very important to be memorizing scripture and reading the word. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'm going to say this, but 
If you are not spending time in the word and you are getting the word from other people, other people nowadays are misinterpreting the word and saying things that aren't actually biblical. And churches are saying things that aren't actually biblical. So it it takes a lot of discernment and a lot of, of you also getting into the word and actually knowing and reading what God has to say because it is getting so skewed of what God has said about so many different things because of the world we live in today and the society we live in today and the fact that the world is trying to influence what scripture says and try to influence Christians. Um, and we're doing kind of a message about that in church right now. And I think it's important and I think it's important to address on here too, that if you guys are not getting in scripture, you don't know what God is actually saying, because I'm not saying that I am, but for example, if you are only listening to this podcast as your source of getting in the word and I take like the Bible out of context right then and there, I'm skewing your interpretation of the Bible and feeding you not the truth because the word is the truth. And that like, that is the truth. Whatever is in the Bible is the truth. I can say whatever I want to say, but that may not be true. And I'm not saying that like what I, anyways, you guys get what I'm saying. It's just kind of proving the point of it is so important to get into the word because a lot of people nowadays are taking the word out of context. So I want you guys to flip in your Bibles to 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. And this goes along exactly with what I was just saying. All scripture is God breathed and is used for teaching rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And beside it, I have equipped yourself in the word. Because, well, also right here, it tells you that all scripture is God-breathed, which I think is very important to note because a lot of people will try to tell you, oh, that is not actually the truth. No, this is God breathed. This is the truth. This is the only truth. And so it's very important to notate that. But also with getting in the word, you're going to become thoroughly equipped for whatever you are going to go through because you know what the word of God says. And also when you are in the word, you are getting to know how God speaks. So when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you will have discernment to know whether or not it is God or if it's from the enemy or someone else. Because sometimes there are thoughts in your head where it's from the enemy, but you're like, oh, 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 like, no, 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 this is from the Lord. No. Okay, if you are rooted in scripture, you will see that some of those things are not from God because it goes against with what the word says. Next, I want you guys to flip to Joshua 1.8. It says, keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Which that right there, to meditate in the word day and night. I'm just going to say this. There is never enough reading. Never, ever enough. You can be reading the Bible all day and you're going to be learning something. You could be reading the same stuff for the like next 20 minutes and you're always going to be learning something new because the word is living and, and God is going to teach you new things every time you read it. So meditating on it day and night is super duper important because if you also don't set aside the time to get into the word, again, how are you going to know scripture? And scripture is very, very important to know. Next, we are going to be looking at Hebrews 
In Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Again, the word is alive and active, what I was just talking about, but it is going to to change your heart and how you view certain things because, again, this is the truth. Next, I want you guys to flip to John 1, 1. And also, guys, I think it is also very important to know Scripture and where it is and have a hard copy of the Bible instead of just your phone. Um, I'm very much of a big annotator, first off. And secondly, having it on you and and just to hold it and and be able to flip to it is very, very important too. So you're not becoming reliant on technology, but you have it in your hands, the truth in your hands. And John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Boom. Right then and there, it says, these are God's words. Yes, he spoke through other people, but these are words from the Lord that we need to be reading and meditating on. I know it seems like I'm overloading scripture on you guys, but again, we're talking about getting in the word. So we are getting in the word right now. So flip to John 15, 7 right now. And it says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And then now I want you guys to flip to Psalm 1-2. It says, But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, the law of the Lord, the Bible, and who meditates on his law day and night. Again, all of these verses go to show how important it is to be in the word and meditate on it and to memorize verses. So that's the first bullet point. Get in the word. Next, we're going to be talking about prayer and to spend time in prayer, not just speaking to God, but also listening to God. And I want to do a whole podcast episode on prayer. Um, so this is just going to be kind of a little summary of prayer and just um, some verses that go along with prayer. But also prayer, I, I really like this like acronym um, for prayer. It's prayer, but praise, repent ask and yield. And I think yielding is so important because that is allowing time to just listen to the Lord. But it's very, very important within your prayers that you do give God thanks because he is always working and doing wonderful things. Even if you are struggling right now, the Lord is working throughout the midst of whatever may be happening in your life. Um, but also I think it's really important that, that our prayer becomes communication and a conversation with the Lord, just like how we would talk to our friends or our father or anything like that. Because again, God wants a relationship with you. He doesn't want it to be necessarily super duper formal. Um, because, you know, I'm not talking to my friends in such a formal way. I'm talking to my friends exactly how I talk on this podcast. Um, and so it's, it's just keeping that connection and, that that authenticity within that and and that's your real self that is how the lord made you and he wants to get to know that he wants to get to know your brokenness he wants to get to know your hurt 
and all of this stuff that may be happening in your life. He wants to know every bit and part of it. Um, so that's my little spiel on, on, on a little summary of prayer, but I want to get into the word about prayer. First, we're going to be hopping into Second Chronicles 7.14, um, and it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears will be attentive to the prayers offered in this place. That's just continuing on. Um, and then I want to flip to Jeremiah twenty nine twelve, And that says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Um, and now I want you guys to flip to Job twenty two twenty seven. 27. It says, you will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows. So those are just some scriptures that I wanted to read, but also I kind of wanted to talk about Acts for a second. So within Acts, it talks about prayer a lot, um, especially in the first few chapters. And it talks about how with prayer, the Holy Spirit came um, and became into humans. And so it's talking about how our prayers do have power in that we need to pray to the Lord and have daily devotion of prayer. And the reason we can be confident in prayer is because the spirit is within us and we need to be obedient to pray prayers of power and be consistent of prayer. Consistency in prayer is something that I think is so, so important because it's not just praying to God in the hard times. It's praying to God throughout everything and, and with the praises and with, with just, again, communication with him is just so important and when we have that communication with him we'll get closer to him because we will be conversing with him also prayer has so much power god can do incredible things throughout prayer so making sure we pray and and have conversation with the lord is just so important the next thing we're going to be moving on to is praise and worship. And we have a whole podcast about worship um, with Corbin. So if you guys want, go check that out and you can get to know a little bit more about worshiping and what it means to worship. But I'm just going to read a few verses about praising God and worshiping God. I am going to be reading out of Luke. It's going to be Luke 4, 7 through 8. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Because verse 7, if you guys don't know the context of this, um, the devil is trying to tempt Jesus in the wilderness. And the devil is the one saying, if you worship me, it'll all be yours. And I I thought this was so funny. So when I was reading this for the first time, I wrote LOL next to it. Um, just as a little kick and giggle for you guys to know. But again, it goes on to say, Jesus answers, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So worship, again, it's an important thing. Jesus is responding to the devil with worshiping the Lord and serving him are very important. Next, I want to flip to Psalm 156. Oh, I just love this verse. It says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And that right there is so important. And the last or the previous chapters of Psalm that come up before 150, it's talking about praising the Lord. Like, for example, Psalm 148, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights above, praise him, all his angels, praise him, all of his heavenly hosts, praise him. Continuing on, it just talks about praising the Lord and um, in Psalm 147, verse 7, sing to the Lord with grateful praise, make music to our God on the harp. It, again, continues to talk about praise and praising the Lord for everything. It's just so important. Again, if you guys want to know more about worship, you can totally listen to the podcast about worship, but I'm just going to go ahead and continue on with the notes. So next is going to be surround yourself with others that follow Christ. And I'm going to tell you this um, from someone who used to not surround myself with people that followed the Lord. It will take you off your path. It will. A hundred percent. And surrounding yourself with others that do follow God are going to help push you closer to the Lord and help you get to grow your faith with God and have conversations about God and have conversations where you can learn more about the Lord. Um, because when I was friends with my friends that didn't believe in God, they pushed me a lot more towards worldly things. And so we're going to start off in Proverbs thirteen twenty. And it says, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Next flip to 1 Corinthians 15.33. And it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Have you guys ever heard the saying, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future? Well, I think that is definitely super applicable and super true because if you are surrounding yourself with bad and negative people, you are more likely going to do bad negative things to your life than if you're surrounding yourself with good Christian people and not just people that say they are Christians, but people that fear the Lord. Having friends that are pursuing the Lord can also help your relationship with God because Within those friendships, you are talking about the Lord. You are having fruitful friendships where you guys are growing together and running to the Lord together. But also with that, with that, again, remember making sure you have your own personal time with God and that you are not becoming dependent on someone else's relationship with the Lord to have your own relationship with God. But I want to stress that it is so important to have friends that follow and walk with Christ. And I'm not saying every single person in your life have to follow the Lord because you may be the person that helps bring others to God, others of your friends, I mean, that may not know the Lord, but your closest tight-knit group should be people that are friends that push you closer to God. And with that, I want to read First Thessalonians 5 11, it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. Again, that verse just kind of relates to what I just was talking about. So, again, surrounding yourself with others that follow Christ is something that can help your relationship with the Lord grow deeper. The next thing I want to talk about is journals and devotionals. And this is something I'm just going to talk briefly about. Um, with my journal, I write down messages that I can look back on in that, but also I like to write 
letters to God so that I can look back on and see the growth and how God has moved in my life. And also, again, it creates that deep personal relationship with the Lord because it's just like writing letters to your friends. And basically in my letters, it's not me asking for anything of the Lord. It's just me telling God what's going on in my life. With journaling messages and just writing down what I learn when listening to a message or sermon, I can look back on it if it's something I'm struggling with or something that I want to remind myself with or something that I want to share. So I think that journaling is very important. And also devotionals are awesome because there's certain topics that can help go deeper. But again, you should be relying on the word, not necessarily just the devotional. It's just great if you want to learn more about things, devotionals, books, all that stuff. I really like the Sadie Robertson books um, and devotionals. Um, and there's just so many books. If you actually go to my Instagram page, I've posted the sides of books I've been reading and have read. If you guys need some different books and selections. But again, the number one book should be the Bible that you are reading because, again, that is the truth and that is what you should be rooted in. The last point I want to talk about is having others share their testimonies. Testimonies are so important because it's witnesses that have encountered what God has done in their life and hearing these testimonies can can help your faith as well um, because testimonies will speak to you even if it's not exactly what you've been through i promise you they will speak to you and again it's showing the witness of how great god is and so it's really important to ask others for their testimonies if one of my favorite things to do is when i meet someone ask them for their testimony and that has created deep friendships as well one of my best friends the first time i ever met him i asked him for his testimony and that caused our friendship to be so rooted in Christ because that is the first conversation we even ever had. So those are just some six things that you can take into your walk with the Lord and help get your relationship with God to grow and become deeper. I hope that the things that the Lord has placed on my heart can just help your walk with God because he does want a relationship with you. He wants to know you. He really does because he loves you and cares for you and you are his child. So thank you guys so much for clicking on this podcast today. And I just hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I pray that the Lord is going to use you guys to help grow his kingdom. I love you guys so much and the Lord loves you too. Remember to keep spreading the light.